right, I got it. You ready? Yo, Krubies, welcome back to another In the News. I'm Josh, and once again, I have the pleasure of being joined by Erica from the Horror Cafe podcast and gaming. Hi, I'm here. Thank You're you. Here. Yes, welcome. You have a great new background. It looks great. Thank you. It looks like I'm on like an alleyway or something, but it's cool. K- kind of like, like, a, like in the city, but maybe you got grounded and you had to hang out in the basement for a while. Like maybe you're in Barbarian. I don't know. Ooh, I'll take that. As long as I can meet Skarsgård, I'm in. Well, I hope you meet him alive before. Yeah, exactly. Before he's yeah. in the tunnel of death. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm in. That's true. Anything barbarian, I'm in. And I have both a, in, I think. I have a very serious question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Did you bring your tea for this episode? I sure did. Look what I brought it in. Oh, wow. That's a great segue because there's a sale going on right now at Tea Public. You can get all the HMC Studios Horror Movie Crew Podcast gear 35% off. You get that beautiful mug that Erica has or this great Horror Movie Crew Podcast shirt that I am wearing. I also have the shirt of this design. Very comfortable. Fits very nice. Oh, wow. Good quality. There you go. I appreciate the support. I, I got to tell you, though, if you do go on and you order this nice purple shirt that I'm wearing, you have to be very, be very conscious of the days you wear it. Because if it's a heavy carb day, you don't want to wear this shirt. <laughs> I'll remember that. <laughs> I'm just saying. I always wear black on heavy carb days. Yes. I wasn't thinking and I went for it and I was walking down the steps and I immediately regretted it. I was like, oh, man, that was a heavy carb day. I don't know. Luckily, I'm sitting down and you can't really see my fat stomach. So, that's right. We're at we're cut at chest level. Yes, it hides everything. Yes. Pexing up, pexing up. Exactly. <laughs> so check out the sale. Yes, please do, please do. But hey, you did an excellent job on the outline yet again. You're welcome. I tried to get on there and contribute a little bit, but like all of the news I found was pretty non-eventful. If I'm being honest. Yeah, I was kind of pulling for scraps this week. It was a low-key week. I mean, I still think I found some interesting things, but nothing. That's why I added a lot more than usual, because there wasn't anything major, major going on. But Mm. there's still enough, I think, that we can definitely touch on with this episode. I mean, worst case, we'll just go back to the roots and we'll start talking about Barbarian or Scream 6 or... You know, anything else? Gators? Yeah. Gators. I saw some gators this week. My kids are on spring break. We went to the zoo and the aquarium. And of course, I don't know why I hate alligators, but I'm naturally attracted to them wherever I'm at. So I was just constantly sending all you guys pictures of these nasty ass alligators that you live with every day. And sharks. You sent us pictures <sighs> of sharks too, right? Yeah. Blech. The scary place. Florida's a scary place. I don't know how you do it. I wouldn't be able to. I would never go outside. Just don't go near water, which is everywhere here. But rule of thumb, that's why I always tell you when I go to the ocean, knee, not knee deep, like waist deep, because I, my mind, I can still run away from a shark, but it can still come get you. That is true. Honestly, at the aquarium, the sharks weren't huge. There was like mm-hmm. one okay one, but there was this massive turtle and it made me kind of want to oh, get nice. a turtle. I was like, I, Abby, I think we should get a turtle. She was like, we are not getting a fucking turtle, Josh. She shot that down. 
immediately. Immediately, immediately dude. We already have a freaking rabbit that stinks the house up and is terrible because uh, never mind. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> That's a whole rabbit hole I'm not going to jump down, Alice, okay? But we can go down this rabbit hole because Evil Dead Rise releases a new clip. Yes. And you made a video, I think it was last week, Remind me if I'm wrong, saying how there isn't a lot of marketing for this movie. And once I watched your video, you're right. You're absolutely right. I think so. I actually caught a lot of shit for that. Some of the people commenting were not happy with me. They were like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, he didn't like the original Evil Dead trilogy. Go figure. He's a consumer. Love Scream. What a loser. I might have added that part in, but it sounded good (laughs) when I'm using this voice. But... Yeah, no, I agree. There there was very little to no marketing outside of the original first trailer that we got, which I don't think gave too much away. This movie's like an hour and a half or longer, I would imagine, and they gave you like two or three minutes of just jump scare stuff, which I don't think... It didn't really give us plot points other than this about this family in an apartment, and you see a little bit of cabin footage, but other than that, I thought they did a good job of keeping it pretty bare bones. Yeah, because I... Same thing. I don't know anything about the movie, except it definitely is heavy on the mom being affected by this and this affecting the children of this family. And it looks like the mom is going to be after them. Um, I'm just curious as to why there isn't that much more buzz, because as we talked about, Scream was like everywhere, right? everywhere, everywhere. And this, funny enough, when I, I was watching Hulu before coming onto this episode and there was uh, what is a commercial ad, whatever it's called on Hulu. And it was a quick trailer for Evil Dead Rise. So I'm like, either they're listening to us, which could be. I think but- they are. I think they are. They saw that video and they saw me on the news a couple weeks ago complaining about. Yeah. Because, again, I think people took it the wrong way because I think it's probably my fault because on YouTube, you have to have a headline that captures people's attention right so my headline may have been misleading in the fact that if you didn't actually watch the video and you like watched a short of it or you just read the title you would think i was talking negatively about the evil dead rise movie coming out when in fact what i was trying to portray or trying to get across was the fact that i want the movie to do well because i want them to make more of them because i think this movie is going to be really good and I, yeah. what I don't want to happen is for people to not even be aware of it coming out or that it exists, and then it doesn't do well, and then we find out after it goes to streaming that people love it and it's great, and then we get stuck with these spinoffs later that are straight to streaming or straight to Blu-ray or whatever, whereas I yeah. want to see these movies in the theater. So I, what I was trying to do, and maybe I failed, you can you know agree to disagree, whatever, but I I wanted to get across that they need to promote the movie more so more people go see it because I want it to do well. Absolutely. And we're two weeks away. It comes out the 21st. Like, I thought maybe, well, maybe they're going to ramp it up now, save it for now, two weeks before. That way it is at the forefront of everybody's mind, but nothing. I mean, I don't really watch local TV or what is it? Local... What is it called now? Satellite, cable, I don't know. You know, yeah, your local I, channels. Right, I don't know either. Whatever it's called. And, I mean, I have it on, you know, when I get home from work, but I don't see any trailers playing in commercials. Nothing. 
And like I said, Scream was everywhere. It was even on the radio. Yes. You know, radio commercial. And this is just like, and I consider this a big deal. I I thought maybe we thought wrong. I don't know. I also was thinking that, not to steal your thunder, because that was your thought. I didn't. I don't want to take it from you. I agree with you, though. I think that because we are so engulfed with what's going on in horror and all the movies that are coming out, and that it is part of an older uh, generation of horror movies that it's uh, playing off of, or that it's a, now a part of that franchise, we're in tune with it and aware of it, whereas... Yeah. I don't know the average moviegoers are, which is another reason I think that they need better marketing for the movie because your Scream has a big name and they still use viral marketing. Whereas The Evil Dead, yes, in our community, it has a big name, a big following, but not to the likes of Scream or even Halloween, right? Like they have to, they, they need, needed, they needed, I, at this point, I think it's too late, but they needed to do something. Like, why not bring Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi into it and have them do some sort of marketing or uh, something online, some online campaign or something to that effect to get people uh, excited about it, which maybe I'm wrong. Maybe people are excited about it and I'm way out in left field, but it's just seemed to me that I wasn't seeing it anywhere outside of like our group. Is it because we're so used to getting a lot of marketing that now if we see kind of like when we complain about waiting two years for a sequel, is it that now we're, we're always so used to all this in your face marketing that if a movie gets a little bit less, we're concerned and it doesn't compete with a Michael Myers or a scream, right? Cause those are, those always attract what we've said, um, non horror fans or it'll, start attracting new horror fans this one i i think it is popular but i'm starting to wonder if it is because it's we're horror fans so we just think it's bigger than what it is but even bruce campbell yeah he could have been at the beginning of the trailer saying hey you should check out this version of the movie you know whatever creative copy they can come up with and just have ran with it but i still hope it does well because they're saying it's like 94% 94% on Rotten Tomatoes so far. Right. I did see that, and I know that it was, uh, they did like a screening, a press screening or something at one of the South by Southwest or something, and that it was received really well, which is sometimes misleading because, again, those are people that, in my opinion, are there to see that movie. So, of course, they're going to rate it high if it's like, if I went to see it, like, I already know I'm going to like it, which is, I said the same thing about Scream 6 and Scream 5. Um, yeah. And I did, but I can just tell that I'm going to like this movie. And one other thing I was thinking today, earlier today, is maybe the reason that they're not getting as much traction with the marketing they've already done is if you remember, the Scream trailers they released weren't graphic. They weren't... um, Right. They weren't scary. It was... I mean, at one point, you just had Mindy in the the subway car and multiple ghost face moving around in the dark. Um, you saw that convenience store scene, which if you watch the red band trailer, you get to see him shoot the convenience store guy. If you didn't watch the red band trailer, you didn't see that. Um, I think you just saw him cock the gun. But when you look at that trailer that the evil dead released, most of that is not something that they can probably show in daytime television. Like kids probably, I wouldn't want my kids to see that. Whereas the scream trailers, I didn't feel like there was anything in it. They couldn't see. So maybe Based on that aspect of it, it's hard for them to come up with stuff they can get approved to be on. 
platforms, maybe? That could be, or they can't edit a trailer without showing something graphic to convey, okay, this is this kind of horror movie without, okay, a, a kid is going to come across your local channel and be like, what the hell am I seeing versus scream? I mean, it's, it's, it's a mask and they don't show any killings in the trailer. So that's a good point. So I, maybe that's it. And that's why they just haven't been able to, and may, and I, from what I hear, this movie is like one, this one intense ride all the way through. So maybe that is, that is, maybe that's it. Maybe that's why I don't know. But I was thinking that earlier is because I was thinking, what could they have pulled out of that trailer to, do on regular television that everybody would see and it's like well really they there's not much in that trailer that isn't terrifying i mean the mom alone i saw a clip of the mom today and i was like oh my god this lady is scary (laughs) as hell and she's one of those that's gonna scare me visually for a while (laughs) so i can't i mean but that's part of the movie how do you edit that out as a trailer right i guess i don't you can't bring up a good point you bring up a good point. That could be it too. It's just that I don't even, I, I really started thinking about this earlier. I don't remember seeing a trailer for X barbarian, uh, barbarian barely had one, you know, but it exploded. Yeah. So hopefully it still will. I, th- I really think it's going to do well. I just think it's not, how do I put this? I think it is going to st- I don't think it's, I don't even think it's going to struggle at first. I just don't think it's going to do as well as we think it's going to do initially. And then I think it will pick up traction kind of like what barbarian did. Cause I think barbarian was yep. a little slow and then it just continued to build on itself as people talked about it. So yeah, maybe it's word of mouth. You go see it. You tell all your friends next weekend. Right. And I feel like that was another one. They kind of kept, they really, they kept everything close to the chest with that movie because they didn't want to give anything away. Cause I, Abby and I were both shocked when we went to see it. And it was like the first act that we thought was going to be the entire movie ended. And then all of a sudden you get Justin Long driving down a highway in a convertible singing with completely different, um, filters on the camera. And you're like, this is a completely different movie. And then that act ends and you get the Richard Brake stuff where they cut back in time to show you what was going on prior to all that. And then it comes back to now, but it was just like the way they did that movie was really interesting. And they didn't give hardly any trailers or marketing away at the beginning of it. So at all. And that was a movie that to this day, if you have not seen it, don't read anything about it. Just go watch it completely blind. Cause the marketing was blind because the marketing really made it seem like, Oh, it's a girl staying at an Airbnb and she's probably going to get killed or stalked. Whatever. And that's not what happens. It's just like, oh, my God, <laughs> what happened here? You know, it's yes. crazy. It's misleading in a good way. The marketing for that movie. I agree. I agree. You're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. I haven't talked to anybody that just said it was an OK movie. People either really enjoyed it or I saw people that were just like just not disgusted with it. But just I just think that they went in expecting one thing and they got something else they didn't like. So it makes sense, I guess. They're like underwhelmed probably because they probably thought, I think that it was a Airbnb stalker slasher movie, maybe. Right. And that's not really what it is. At all. (laughs) At all. (laughs) Right. It's amazing. Go watch it if you still haven't seen it. And there's our 15 minutes on Barbarian. 
yet again. <laughs> but to wrap up the Evil Dead thing, I do think it's going to do well, and I, I really am hopeful that it'll do well because I would like to see them make more of them. I'm really disappointed that the Jane Levy Evil Dead they tried to do in the 2013 or 14 or whatever, that they didn't run with that because I thought she was awesome in that movie, and I would have liked to have seen where that character went. But I don't want that to happen with this movie. And you know that that movie is officially 10 years old? Is it really? Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah, you just said it, 2013. <laughs> like, great. My math skills are not great, okay? No, it's okay. I just happened to see it on Instagram, I think, a day or two ago where it said, oh, this is turning 10 years this year. Great. Great. Yeah. I feel old now. <laughs> Well, you and me both, because I said that and didn't even realize it was. I try, I try not to think. I'm really bad about that. Like, I could say something. Yeah. Oh, Scream came out in 1996. And, like, I wouldn't register that it was, like, that long that ago. That long right? ago. For me, it feels like it wasn't that long. I feel like I just watched that movie for the first time two weeks ago, not yeah. going on 20, 30 years or whatever it is at this point, right? It's crazy. Soon it'll be 10 years and Barbarian is 10 years old. Yeah, probably. I don't know. We'll be sitting here, Rich, of course, Rich from all of our podcasting, and we'll be like, wow, it all started with Barbarian. It sure did. <laughs> uh, all right, so I have to ask you a question. Did okay. you go see Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves? I did not. Probably a shocker, but I also did not go see it. However... <gasps> It looks like it did, what, $38.5 million at the box office? It took down John Wick 4. Now, is this John Wick's second or third week out? Second. Is $38.5 million good for that movie? I would think so, especially because the article popped out, I think, because it also heard me talking about it last week, mm -hmm. and we predicted that it's not going to dethrone John Wick 4 on its second weekend. Yes. Well, I honestly thought about this conversation immediately and I put it on the outline that night because I'm like, <laughs> we have to talk about this. This is insane. How did it do this? It did it, but it's gotten great reviews. Um, Brooke from Elm Street saw it and said it was great. Well, you gotta you gotta take what he says with a grain of salt. Have you ever seen some of the movies that this guy likes on on Letterboxd and uh, and other movies? I'm just gonna throw Midsommar out there, okay? I mean, hey, remember I like ele I'm elevated horror. I like it too. It's terrible. Uh, well, here this just to put it into perspective, the, Tell me. the budget for Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves was 150 million dollars. Oh, not too good. So 38.5. Well, I, I don't see them recouping that anytime soon then because Mario Brothers came out yesterday, Wednesday, April 5th. And then you have a lot of big movies coming up in the next few weeks. So our prediction is still right where I don't think this movie is going to do outstanding financially, but I'm still surprised it took down... John Wick 4 on its second weekend because I thought people would talk from the first weekend and yeah. encourage more people to go on the second weekend. What was John Wick's opening weekend box office? Do you remember? I believe it was like 70, 70. something. Okay, because John Wick's budget was $100 million, I think. So Dungeons and Dragons was 150. 
mil. It's a 50 yeah. more. But I think Dungeons and Dragons is probably going to do well worldwide. Yeah. So that's just domestically, I would imagine, right? Yeah, that was domestic. Yeah. So I think but I'm still surprised. I, I mean, am as for, well. I am as for well. For a niche and. And I'm happy for it. I'm always happy to see movies do well, especially when you don't think they will or you just don't know where it's going to be. So good for them. I'm glad they they did. I would watch this at home like I would watch it because it seemed like a funny, just a good time to if you want to waste time. Hopefully it's not beyond an hour and a half. I bet you it is. I bet you it's over two hours. What do you want to bet? What's the over under? What do you think? It's going to be over two hours. Do you think so? Two hours and fifteen minutes. Two fifty. I'm gonna go. Two, I'm gonna go two oh four. Okay. <laughs> like Let's the see. Price Is Right. Yeah, I, I, two hours and fourteen minutes. No way. Yeah. I, two hours and fourteen minutes. Gosh, Shazam: Fury of the Gods was two hours and ten minutes. That's way too long. That is. It's long. It's too much. It's too much for the attention span. That's true. But so hey, bad. you know what? I'm glad it did 38.5 million. I hope it recoups all of its money and it does well. This is one I'm probably, this may sound bad. This is one I'm probably never going to watch. Yeah. If it's not, that's why it's niche fantasy, especially this kind of fantasy is very, you either like it or you hate it kind of genre. I don't know that I will hate it. I think I'd probably enjoy it if I watched it. The problem is there's just so much other stuff that I want to watch that this is going to be keep being put on the back burner. Oh, yeah. So, and it would have to be free. Like, I'll watch it if it's free on my cable or eventually goes to streaming. I'll add it on the, you know, you'll add it onto your watch list. I'll add it to my watch list and it'll just sit there. That's right. That's what I was doing last night. I went on a tear of adding movies that I'm never going to watch. <laughs> I know. I started laughing when you said that because I'm like, I literally did that the other night too and didn't watch anything. That's what, dude, that's what I do. I just sit there and add movies because I don't know what, I don't know if I like a need, like uh, maybe that is the place that rom-coms had, not rom-coms, but like uh, sitcoms had, mm. like you would, you would come home from work, you would sit down, you'd have dinner. And then you'd sit down for like 28, 30 minutes and watch like King of Queens or Seinfeld yep. or Friends or something that's like it, that fits how I met your mother, that fits in that time slot because I could have done that last night. Like if I would have turned like a 28 minute, that's why I love The Ranch. The Ranch was perfect. It oh, was I've heard of it. it was, I've heard of that one. With Ashton Kutcher? Yeah, I've have heard you, of it. You've never watched it? Mm-mm. Oh, I'm so jealous right now. <laughs> Dude. It is so good, but it is like every episode is between like 25 and 30 minutes long. And it's like the perfect runtime. It's hilarious. It's not overly serious at first. It gets there later, but even in the serious parts, it's funny. And the problem is Abby and I started doing it, like watching it at night and we were like, okay, we'll throw it on before we go to bed. So we would watch an episode, go to bed. Then we got like hooked. So then like when the second season came out, we didn't realize it at first. And then we were like, okay, we'll watch one before bed. So we stayed up the whole night and watched the entire season. Cause we loved it. And like, every episode runs into the next one and it's funny, but if you have not seen it, you should definitely watch it. I'll add it to my watch list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that, that is a sweet spot. 28, 30 minutes. 
it's great. It's also dangerous because that's where you let Netflix, especially Netflix. Netflix is really smart recently, or I noticed it recently because I'm not always on Netflix. It it literally counts down to the next episode. I think they give you five seconds. Yeah. I mean, by the time you're picking up your remote to maybe put exit, it starts the episode. And then I just literally go, oh, okay, well, since you started it. I might I'll as just... well, right? It's all mental. Well, it uh, makes so much sense. And the <laughs> other point to that is if you were sitting there and let's say you were watching, I don't know, Game of Thrones. So you're watching Game of Thrones and the episode ends and you really want to see what happens on the next one, but you see the next episode is an hour and 15 minutes. Well, now it's 11 o'clock and you can justify or you cannot justify, okay, it's going to be 12.15 now before I go to bed because that's an hour and 15 minutes. But if you're watching a 25-minute episode it's 11 o'clock your show ended you want to see what happens on the next one ah 25 minutes that puts me at 11 25 i can still brush my teeth get in bed and be in bed before 11 30 well then that episode ends and it's like oh i want to see what happens 25 minutes okay it's 11 25 it'll be over by 11 50 i can brush my teeth and i can be in bed before midnight right 11 50 rolls around the episode's over oh the next one's only 20 minutes long Okay, I could be eleven uh, fifty. I could be in bed. I could be in bed by twelve fifteen, no problem. So you watch it. Next thing you know, it's twelve thirty. You're getting in bed. The next morning, you're all pissed off. When, in theory, you could have just watched that hour and fifteen minute Game of Thrones episode because you ended up doing it anyway and probably stayed up later than you would have if you had just done that. I'm so glad. Woo! That you do this because I have literally sat on the sofa going, okay, I can watch this in 30 minutes and I'll be done by 1130. I can shower. I'll be fine. Yep. I literally do this a lot. And I'm like, am I the only one that does this like rationalizes or rations the time before bed and then I have to go to work? I'm like, yeah, I get up at six. I count six hours. That's, <laughs> that's a decent amount of sleep, right? It's fine. It's great. I thought I was the only one. So thank you for making me feel validated in this. Hey, you're welcome. There's a reason that Netflix is so successful. They have figured it out. And those shows have a, that's the problem with them. They're great if you need a 20 minute episode to watch before going to bed or like in between mm -hmm. dinner and like bath time for the kids or something. But like they are dangerous. It's terrible. And that is true. When, you know, these movies that are two and a half hours, I always get discouraged to watch them. But then I end up watching the same amount of time in a show, like you just said, with a Game of Thrones episode. And then I sat sit there going, I could have just watched that movie. I don't know why the show breaking down makes it an easier hurdle versus two and a half hours of a movie. 100%. It's like it's they do the same thing. Look, where I'm off on a tangent tonight. They do the same thing with pizza. Because if you look at pizza prices, right, the medium pizza is usually like $1.50 less than the large pizza. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'll just get the large. I'll eat half of it, which is the equivalent of less than what the medium would be. So I'll yeah. only eat half of the large. I'll save the other half for lunch tomorrow. And it's only a dollar something more. So really, I justify it that way. And then my fat ass eats that whole pizza for dinner. And I'm like, I should have just got the medium. I feel like crap. 
I didn't actually save money by splitting this into two meals. I ate for one meal. I feel <laughs> like crap. And now I got to figure out lunch tomorrow. Oh, that's true. Because you were banking on having lunch. See? That is true. I do that with like Chinese food too. I'm like, oh, I'll just order the large because I'll have lunch. Never. And then I'm sitting there like, oh my God, why did I eat all this crap? <laughs> it's horrible. We do this all the time, even in food consumption. It's ridiculous. <laughs> See, it's what it is. They figured it out. All right, what do we got here? Game of Thrones prequel following Aegon's conquest is reportedly in early stages. It could be a film as well as a TV series. Hmm. Mm. And Aegon, remind me, because these names can get a little bit confusing for me. Okay. Is he in House of the Dragon? Is that one of the kids? One of the kids. So Aegon is named after Aegon the Conqueror. So a Aegon's Got conquest it. is when he came over and took over Westeros. So okay. Westeros, I think there were nine different kingdoms and they were always at war. And Aegon had a dream that he had in... Um, Viserys talks about this. This is the dream yes. that he tells. Um, He's trying to tell Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra about. He's talking. Yeah. Yes. Aegon's, Aegon's, the dream that Aegon had. So Aegon's dream was that he had to come over to Westeros, unite all of the kingdoms so that they would face the uh, coming threat that comes down from the north, which is obviously the Night King. And it doesn't happen in this series. It happens in the Game of Thrones series. Right. And that there's a the prince that was promised, but in old this is I'm gonna totally nerd out now. So in High Valerian, their genders they don't. So the prince that would pro, was promised could be a man or a woman, which we find out it's Daenerys, right? Daenerys oh, is the one it. that ultimately unites the kingdoms and kills the Night King because she makes the pact with Cersei that they'll fight together and then they'll deal with their stuff afterward. Aegon thought it was him, so he flies over on his dragon. He conquers all of the kingdoms and makes them all bend the knee to him. So Aegon, that's how the Targaryens end up uh, ruling over Westeros for so long because of their dragons, right? Which, um, yeah. why am I blanking on all the names? What is the uh, the blonde-haired Viserys' brother? Uh, oh, my God. Matt Smith? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I remember the actor's name. Damon. Damon. Damon Targaryen says that they <laughs> they only rule because of their dragon. Like they're yeah. not ruling because the people love them. They're ruling because the people fear their dragons. Which you find out once all the dragons die. That's when Robert's rebellion happens and mm. all the Game of Thrones stuff happens. Uh, prior to Game of Thrones, but long ass story. I'm sorry. Aegon's conquest would be him coming over and conquering Westeros to unite all the kingdoms. And by uniting all the kingdoms, he just kills everybody and takes over basically. Makes sense. And so this would be before house of the dragon. Yes. Got that's where I was confused. Cause I know there's Aegon in house of the dragon. So I'm like, are we getting a story on him or is this, even before I had a feeling it would have been before, but you never know. Right. With these stories. Right. So, so are, Aegon, would you be excited? I would be excited. I would love to see that story. Um, they have so many spinoffs they're talking about now. They're talking about doing the Aegon's conquest. They're talking about doing a sea snake series, which I think would be cool. Um, Cause I, I like the sea snake a lot, but I don't know how well that'll do. I think that house of the dragon does so well because of the dragons. Um, yeah. 
And, and it's a compelling storyline, honestly. It's, it's going to get real nasty here soon. So I'll be anxious to see how everybody feels after next season. Um, because, how do I say it? Nobody in this show is like a the good guy. Like even Matt Smith, uh, Damon Targaryen, even in this show, he does some despicable things. And I think we, we talked about this on our episode. We kind of overlook it because we like him. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's about to get a lot worse. And it's everybody. Like there's nobody good in this show versus what I think game of Thrones had with Jon Snow is that Jon Snow was the true North. He was, he always did the right thing. He always did what, you know, you would like to think you would do. Um, and I just don't think this show is going to have that person. So it'll be interesting to see how they, they carry on with that. But I think that house of the dragon is so successful because of the dragons. I don't know. And I think Aegon's conquest would be similar. I don't know how, well, the sea snake would do because it's basically just going to be like warships and him conquering uh, via yeah. war battles, and I don't know that that's going to be very interesting. <laughs> I mean, for like Game of Thrones nerds, it will be interesting, but like for the common, like anybody can sit down. Like my parents know nothing about; it. they didn't even watch Game of Thrones. They sat down and they watched all of House of the Dragon because of the dragons. Interesting. Okay. So. So. Hmm. So do you think Jon Snow, that's going to be popular because of Jon Snow, right. right? Do you think the dire wolf will have anything to do with it too? Because I think, I mean, they're not as popular as the dragons, but I mean, I always liked the wolves too. The wolves were my favorite. Even in the book, My one of my favorite characters is Ghost. And I was disappointed with mm-hmm. the amount of airtime that the dire wolves actually got because the CG, they spent all their CGI money on the dragons. So they, yeah. the wolves kind of got, there were episodes where ghost wasn't even there um, because of the CGI budget being what it was. And they had to use it all for the dragons. So the, in the books, the dire wolves are much bigger. Like you see Nymeria oh. later when she comes back and Arya sees her in the woods and how much bigger Nymeria is than the actual wolves that, she, that are yeah. in her pack. Like all those wolves are that big or bigger, They're like the size of horses. And the show just didn't do that. It never, like Ghost never got that big, which sucks. Um, so I don't know. I would think maybe they could do it with the Snow spinoff, the Jon Snow spinoff, which I think they're calling Snow. But because their, their CGI budget should be, you know, they could fit it in that, I would think, because they're not going to have dragons. Right, and they should have so much money from House of the Dragon that they can now spend it to make Ghost. That's true. See, I think so, too. Because I'm a Ghost fan, too. So I wanted to see more of him. And I do remember reading that, too, that the budget went to the dragon, so the Dire Wolves weren't, weren't, weren't really given that much thought, which... I thought made such a compelling story with the Starks, and I just feel like, hello, where'd they go? I know, especially when you think about, like, in the books, there are certain ones. Bran can do it, and right, and again, he's never finished the books, but at the end of Jon Snow's storyline in the book, that he up to where he is written, um, Jon is, so they're called wargs. I, I think I already talked about this on a different episode, but basically, so they can live through their direwolves, basically, and they can taste what their direwolves taste. Bran does it a lot in the book, but Jon is starting to do it uh, in the book. He, I think he, when Jon dies in the book, spoiler alert, because he, he dies in the show too, but when he dies in the book, he is alive in Ghost, I think, because when he dies, Ghost's mm-hmm. eyes open up 
I forget exactly how it's explained, but you know, I'd have to go back and read that. I haven't read the book in a decade, probably, because that's how long it's been. But John is starting to do it. So the other the other ones are able to do it, too. I think Brand for certain, but it would be interesting to see if they put that into the Snow spinoff where he's able to uh, kind of live through Ghost, which I think would be cool. That would be cool. So I'm excited. I would watch anything Game of Thrones. I think at least for now, as I see it, I'm always excited for something Game of Thrones because it's one of those shows that, like you're saying with the books, you don't know, don't get attached to anybody. I like when there's, like in House of the Dragon, you don't really like anybody, but you do at the same time. There's nobody really likable, and I want to see all of this happening, and it's just, I think it's such an imagination that this man has created. It's crazy. I'm I'm all for it. It really is crazy to think that that one person came up with the majority of of this, and that it came out of his out of his head. Like this is crazy. It's crazy to me. It's like the stuff that Stephen King comes up with. It's just like it's amazing that somebody is able to think up all these things. And Stephen King will also interject certain characters in other books from his other books. Like they they mention it in other books and and you catch it once you read it and it's just like fascinating like how do you even keep track of this does he have like this big map on a wall like I okay when i wrote it i had all these characters <laughs> let me put pennywise all the way over here in the dark tower or whatever like same thing with game of thrones like how do you come up with these names and all this history right i mean he's created something that I, it feels real it's it's amazing. I don't know how somebody can come up with it. It's it really insane. is. I think he's he is my favorite author, George R. R. Martin. Um, I like Stephen King a lot. I, I most of the time I say Stephen King is my favorite, but really, if I had to choose choose one, it would probably be be George R. R. Martin. But I I just think he's brilliant. He, I he and I have a love hate relationship right now because he will not finish this book series, and I don't think he's ever going to finish it. But um. Yeah. It's insane. Why? What's the reasoning behind that? I don't know if it's because the story has already been told through the show and but it is different. There's different characters in the books, it's different storylines in the books, so I don't I don't know. Yeah. Well, I know fans of the book are always hoping for that for the last one. I know. Winds of Winter has been in and he's been writing it for a decade or however maybe longer, I don't know, but this this next one has me intrigued because you are excited. You are definitely excited is what you put. Barbie second teaser trailer. Oh, my God. I was so excited. I watched it a few times. I'm not going to lie. This was my favorite toy growing up. Like, even my dad played with me. <laughs> like, he was Ken, and I was Barbie. It was so great. Thanks, Dad. Like, that's cool. And um, it's just, I've always liked her, and I'm excited because... I like Margot Robbie. I think she's perfect playing her and seeing like all the costumes. Like it's just like this pop of color going on. I don't really know what it's going to be about. I don't care to be <laughs> honest. I'm just, I want to see it. Of course, it's also because Ryan Gosling is in it. Well, naturally, so be honest, naturally. naturally. Um, so yeah, I hadn't, I had seen like pictures here and there, like teaser pictures, but to actually see it now, like moving, 
it's exciting and it's coming out July 21st. We'll see if I can go to the theater. I don't know who's going to go with me because I don't think anybody wants to watch this with me. I mean, your dad played Barbies with you. Naturally, he should go see the movie with you. Okay, dad. (laughs) What is this thing rated? That's a good question. I don't know. Is it like an adult movie or is it also for kids? I mean, because like I I play Barbies with the girls. They love Barbies. I I have a feeling it's going to be PG-13. I don't know if it's going to be R, but let's see if you find it. Because I'm curious. It would help if I knew how to spell because I'm not a great speller. Honestly, what the problem is my fingers move too fast. On On the keyboard? Yeah, it is. Let's see. Barbie 2023. IMDb. Aren't they great? I mean, it's the, the mecca of... Maybe they'll sponsor us. It doesn't say. Oh, so maybe it's not rated yet? They're still working on it? I don't know. It comes out... It's in post-production, July 21st, 2023. Yeah, it has no rating yet. Because you do have to appeal to both in this situation, right? You have to appeal to... Every age group, because Barbie's been around for ever. Yes. I mean, I think since the 50s or before, but you got to appeal to a kid and somebody my age and somebody older than me, perhaps, that may may be interested in it. So Definitely has to be generational, but my kids love Barbies. I play with them. I It's funny because they have a whole huge tub of Barbie stuff, accessories, cars, campers, houses, all this crap. And they're like, give me this one crappy Barbie that I think they got from like Dollar General. It's not even a Barbie brand Barbie, dude. And like, here, you can be this person. And I'm like, I don't, I want to be like Skipper. And they're like, no, you, you're not Skipper, dad. You get to be this person. Like her hair's all matted together and she looks homeless. It's like perfect. Is it because they don't want you to touch the Barbie? <sighs> Maybe. I, was, I don't know. I was very protective of my Barbies. Like dad could only be Ken. Like do not touch the hair don't touch the accessories okay you're ken and barbie is all or or skipper or whoever is me they got them all dude they've got like every princess barbie they've got multiple yep. anna and elsa barbies it's just like there's there's enough barbies that i can be an, an anna barbie if i want to okay like i don't see what the big deal <laughs> is it pisses me off i'm getting mad thinking about it you have to discuss it like let me be anna <laughs> at least anna Really, I'm not even asking to be Elsa. Like, I don't want powers. I just want to be awesome. Yeah. I don't want to be the homeless crack whore Barbie. Come on. (laughs) From Dollar General. (laughs) Yes. Her fucking bed doesn't have any back hair on her head. Like, what is going on? Like, they, like, gave her a braid and glued it down thinking that nobody would notice. And my kids, the first thing they do when they get the Barbies is they take all the braids and every... Anna, Elsa, none of them. They don't have any other braids. They take them. The first thing they do is take them out. Because they want to make it their own... I guess. And then I get this crack whore Barbie that doesn't have any hair. She's out sucking dick for meth. (laughs) (laughs) With Pimp Ken down the street. Yeah. Like, why do I? I You know what? When they go to bed tonight, I'm going to sneak. I'm going to throw it away so I don't have to be that Barbie anymore. Oh, my God. They'll (sighs) probably notice, right? Yeah. You try to walk with him. His legs pop off and stuff. It becomes a paraplegic. Just trying to get down the street. It's time to get rid of that Barbie. (laughs) Telling you what, dude. I'm going (laughs) to... That Barbie's li- done. They'll listen to this years later. I knew it. I knew it was you. Yeah, dude. It'd be like when I found out a few years ago that my parents got rid of my puppy when I was a kid and they told me it ran away. <gasps> Liars. That <sighs> happened.
happens. Isn't it funny <sighs> when you find out certain things when you're older and you're like, oh, you lied. Mm. You lied to me yes. about this cat or your puppy. It's like, yeah. oh my God, devastating. My poor puppy because he kept peeing in the closet. That's what they told me. They're like, well, he kept pissing in the closet. Like we had to get rid of him. I'm like, what'd you do with him? Like grandpa came and got him and took him. I'm like, knowing grandpa, that means he could have he could have taken him to the pound. He could have taken him out and dropped him off in a field. He could have took him behind the woodshed and shot him. Like, what did what happened yeah. to this dog? And they're like, do you really want to know? And you know what? I'm thinking I don't. Uh, yeah, because little Josh and adult Josh don't need to know. <laughs> no, I'm just going to continue to think he ran away. And every time I drive yeah. by the woods by our old house, I'm going to look out there and maybe this beautiful golden retriever puppy still in puppy form is just going to trot <laughs> out of the woods and it'll be like a reunited situation. Slow-mo running, yes. right? Yes. The hair flowing. Oh man, I'm getting excited thinking about it. It's it gonna jumps. But you got to think this thing's been living in the woods for 30 years. It's going to look like that crack whore Barbie that I got to get rid of tonight. It'll be like all matted and the crack whore Barbie can ride it. That's right, dude. What if he he like I throw the crack whore Barbie away and the dog comes back with the Barbie with it. It's a win, right? You get the dog and well, they get their Barbie back. That's true. And then I still got to be that damn thing. That's true. (sighs) I'm glad. I'm glad that. Kids are still playing with them. I didn't think they still oh, yeah. played with Barbie. It's a big deal. I'm glad. I'm I've, glad. I think I've that's spent a legit toy. Thousands of dollars on these. I'm sure. <laughs> it's sad. No, that's I'm Barbie sad. for you. No, I'm sad that I don't have any money. I'm sad I don't have a dog. I do have a dog, actually. His name's Cash. He's very nice. Whew. Wearing myself out this episode. I got to go on like 12 freaking tangents about nothing on this list. <laughs> It's what we do. Uh, well, the next one's going to get me going because yeah. there's a Paddington 3 coming out, and you're also excited for this? Yes. Why? I'm like a kid. He's so cute. You've never watched the other two? I think they we have. you to watch it? I think we have, like, one, the first one, maybe. What happens in the first one? I don't remember. Oh, okay. It's just he's really cute. He's like that because I've always loved teddy bears um as a kid and he's just like he has a cute little british accent and you know his little adventures and i think what it is he's trying to find a family Mm. to live with so you know it's very sentimental it's cute so i'm excited because i like kids movies once in a while not all of them but like this one i really do appreciate I, you know what? I will probably go see it because any opportunity to take kids to the movies, we do. Late, like for instance, we were in Kentucky for that's what hillbillies we are. We went to Kentucky for spring break. Some people take their kids to the ocean. Some people go camping. <laughs> Some people go to Washington D.C. to see historical monuments. Some people go out west to see the Grand Canyon. Maybe some people go to San Francisco to see the homeless people. What we do is we go to Kentucky. Huh? Yes. Went down to see my man, Raylan Givens. So anyway, we're there. We do the zoo. We do the aquarium. We do all the fun stuff. And I'm like, hey, there's a big AMC movie theater. Let's see what's playing. Nothing. Mm. See, we can, you can take them to watch this. It's cute. It's funny. And it's still entertaining for adults. So you okay. won't be bored. 
I will go. I will probably go see that. Lucy will one hundred percent want to see it. I hope there's no sad parts. I had to talk her off the ledge during Lyle Lyle Crocodile. She was like hysterically crying in the movie theater. People thought I was like beating her or something. It was bad, and I was like, "Honey, you got to calm down. It's just a movie." Oh, really? That's so yes. cute, though. <laughs> she was very very upset. She was like, "Hi, have you seen the movie?" No, oh. I want to. That's one of those that I do want to mm. watch. But I won't. I won't. Cute. I won't ruin it for you. But yeah, she got. Okay. She got very upset. But okay, yes, Paddington. 3. I'll let I you will, know. I will probably see Paddington three if I'm being honest. There you go. Then you can report back to All me. Right. All right. You you read the next one so I can rest this magical voice. Is I'm quickly losing. Can you hear my voice going away? It's not. <laughs> Drink the tea. Okay. Drink the tea. All right, so next one up. Chris Evans, one of the Chris's, thinks there is more Steven Rogers stories to tell, but he's hesitant on returning as Cap, basically. And um, he he basically explains in the article, and I can see why, it's that why stop when you have it at a good place, right? Like end shows when they're at a good place, don't let it get to that point where it's ridiculous or it's too much or you're bored. So I kind of understand that he made the character what it is. He, you know, he had the whole story plotted out for him. So he's hesitant to ruin something that's already good. And I can see that. And we're hitting that stage that we all, we come back to that. Is it too much superhero, but he might bring back people because people love cap. That's true. And he, and he was great at being Cap. Like, I just don't see anybody else. That's going to be a hard one 10 years. for. Well, not even because uh, Falcon is technically going to take over. But if they ever remake Captain America, like from the beginning, like the 50 Spider-Mans we have, how do you compare him? That That's a hard, hard one because he's been so great at it. Like, he really is Captain America <laughs> to me. Right. Like, you know, well, well, and he was one of the original. I mean, it was him. It was Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. It was Chris Hemsworth, mm-hmm. the Thor. Like they were like the original kind of the, the trio, right? They laid all the groundwork, the foundation for all of this. And I feel like it's probably, in my opinion, it's probably too late because he's already mm-hmm. kind of passed the torch to falcon and they've already gotten everything written i don't know if they do like just a spinoff that has nothing to do with the upcoming avengers chapters or whatever the hell they're calling them um yeah i don't know i i question because he was the one he was the one that didn't want to do he was wanting to be done before they were done right he did a couple more movies after he said he was ready to be done with the character so i'm questioning if Maybe he's not getting a lot of work, maybe, work. or maybe he's not loving life after, you know, being in the spotlight of these superhero movies because they definitely put a lot of people on huge platforms. And, you know, I mean, I, I think Jeremy Renner's done well with his TV shows. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think that it, I question why he wants to come back. That's a good, I forgot that he was one of those that was like, I'm going to hang up the shield because I, I think it was because he wanted to do different work. And now maybe that is what it is, or he's not making the same amount of money, which I'm sure he's not compared to a large Marvel movie. 
I will say he plays a great villain. Like, I really like him as a villain because he was, if you haven't seen it, Knives Out, he's a villain in that one. Mm. And I thought he did really well at being an asshole. And he was one in The Gray Man that's on Netflix. Like, he was a bad guy. But are those movies giving him financial stability? I mean, it could be more than just money, but that's a great point. Why all of a sudden now something you wanted to turn in is like, oh, yeah, I'm interested again. (laughs) Right. Well, I think with Robert Downey Jr., he was, I think his age played into it, and that's why he wasn't wanting to do it anymore. And I I thought Chris Evans had made a comment about just like the rigorous, like, uh, exercising and everything he had to do to get in character for mm. Captain America. He was kind of tired of doing, but again, I think it's when you're at the top it and you're looking down at like, Oh, Hey, I'd like to draw these other projects. And then when you realize, in my opinion, you know, the grass isn't always greener, right? Maybe that's this type of situation, but with the way they ended, I don't know. I don't know how they bring him back unless they, again, they could do a series like on Disney plus, like what they did with Hawkeye or what they did with, um, WandaVision. I could see that yeah. maybe. And cause there's a whole period of from where his character went, uh, aged very quickly. Right. So there's that whole story. Yes. Like so he went back in time and, and got back with the, the love of his life. So there, there are definitely more stories to tell. It's just why is he wanting to come back? That's that's the big red flag to me. Is is he doing it because he has passion for the character, which I don't think he probably does because he wanted to end the character? Or is it monetary or is it just that hey, I'm not in the spotlight anymore and I would like to be? Yeah. So then that also question brings the question of is it going to be good content then, right? Because if your heart's not in it, as cheesy as that sounds, when you're doing these characters, you have to because your fans are watching you for that authenticity, right? right. So if you're going to do it, Chris, make sure you really want to be Captain America because you're going to disappoint your fans. <laughs> That's true. That is true. And then you'll be in Netflix movies with a mustache. That's true. <laughs> that they could have done without that mustache. Like, you could have shaved that off. Seth really liked that movie. I didn't finish it. I didn't really care for it. Um, it was entertaining. It was an action movie, and I'm going to say it. It was eye candy for two hours. So I'm like, all right, well, you know, it's all good. There you go. And it had Ryan Gosling, correct? Oh, sure did. And now that you like him, before you thought he was dirty and looked like he stunk, but now you're in, all in. Now I'm all in, yeah. Hmm. He grew on me. That's fine. Eli Ross Thanksgiving gets an official date of November 17th. Here it is. I mean, are you going to watch this in the theater? It depends on what it's a slasher. So I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to be into it. I don't really care for Eli Roth movies historically, but I would like for him to change that. You know what? I want to get a trailer. Let's get a trailer, see what's going on, see who's in it. And I'll make a decision then. Yeah. Just wanted to update because I know we talked about it last time and this would be fun to watch depending on how the trailer is like have your Thanksgiving dinner and then go yes. go watch this right after. I think that'd be a good time. That probably would. You'd be all fat and happy and full and maybe it'd be disgusting. You might puke in your popcorn. So maybe I don't know. Maybe or you'll be so carb overloaded and sleepy, but this movie will wake you up. 
That's right. And on a heavy carb day, do not wear this HMC podcast shirt because this would not be the one you'd want to wear to the movies. Black and a hoodie. <laughs> and sweatpants. Yes. So getting out my diabetes sweatpants. Um, <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's by Blumhouse is arriving just in time for Halloween, releasing on October 27th. Okay, so this answers one of our questions that we brought up last uh, episode, I think, was are there going to be any movies released around Halloween? Since we, we're not getting another Halloween movie because that trilogy is right. done. Scream came out in... March or February, March. I forget. Yes, March. Evil Dead's mm-hmm. April. So here we are. This is our. This have is you, it. Have you played this on no. your phone? I've never. Okay, it's actually really scary for a phone game. You're basically uh, a security guard at a in a surveillance office. And you're basically trying to, if I remember correctly, escape and these animatronic scary looking stuffed animals are coming at you okay. but slowly and you have to look for them in the security camera it's actually really hard too like i gave up because <laughs> i got so frustrated <laughs> and i'm like screw this game but it was actually pretty effective for something on your phone i'm curious to see it adapted into a movie i mean i'm sure they've come up with some insane story it might be slasher ish uh-huh so we'll we'll see because if you if you look up the images, you'll see they look like silly, demented ish like teddy bear panda things, the neon color, I believe. Yeah, kinda. they remind me. Do you guys have Chuck E. Cheese's down there? Yeah, they remind me of the animatronics things from Chuck E. Cheese that you like played songs and danced around and stuff. I'm I'm excited for this. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <sighs> I hate to say this, but like, I don't know if I'm going to see it in theaters. I'd like to see it in theaters, but that might be a streamer for me. I don't know. I'm hoping maybe it'll be released in theaters and streaming so I can be lazy and see it at home. But I feel like I'm only going to get to see one horror movie around Halloween in theaters because we're always so busy. And I'm not going to lie. The new Saw movie is supposed to come out and I'm going to go see it. I mean, yeah, I I think if you had to choose, I would go see Saw. <laughs> It always sounds funny to me. Seesaw. Seesaw. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how this is because this can maybe borderline be silly. Maybe it's a horror comedy for all we know because it's such a strange concept. And I think it is taking place in the game too, like a Chuck E. Cheese okay. kind of situation. And um, we'll have to wait for a trailer and see how this really looks. Yeah. <laughs> We'll yeah, see. I agree. I've only seen still images of it, and that's what it reminds me of. I think it'll. The other thing is, it's kind of rubbing me the wrong way because do you remember? I think it was last year that Nick that Nicholas Cage movie that came out where he it's uh, Wonder something Wonderland or uh, Funland. I forget, but he's basically in an amusement park fighting stuff, and he like doesn't talk the whole movie. Like I'm getting oh. mixed mm-hmm. signals because I'm thinking of that while I see the stills for this, and I don't think it's going to be like that. But it's like. I can't help it. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. So I don't know, but maybe I'll end up seeing it in theaters. But like I said, I'm, I know I, I've been led to believe there will be a new Saul movie and it's coming out at Halloween. And because I am a consumer, like my, the YouTube people tell me I am, I'm going to go see Saul because I happen to love that franchise. Even though there are bad movies in it, I can't help myself. I haven't watched the whole franchise. I have to, I think I've seen one through four. Maybe 
up to four. And then I just kind of lost, I just lost track of everything. So maybe I'll add that to my next franchise watch and do a list on that as well. Did you, um, did you watch Jigsaw or uh, Spiral? Spiral? I have not. Oh man. Is it good? So good. Do I need to watch all of them again? Um, No. Okay. Chris Rock is, either you love him in it or you really don't like him in it. And I think he's fantastic in it. It's just interesting to see him play that role. And I know he had a lot of passion for the movie. It was kind of a passion project for him to do the movie. So I think it comes across in that. Is there some overacting in it? Yes. Uh, Is Samuel L. Jackson Samuel L. Jackson? Yes. But it's really entertaining. Jess figured it out. We watched it on the last cabin trip. So I insisted that they watch it and uh, Jess figured it out like almost immediately. Oh, wow. Okay. But I'll check it out. Cause I I was just, I hadn't watched it cause I'm like, Oh, I guess I have to sit and watch every single movie (laughs) again. But if I don't have to, then I'll just jump because I'm curious to see it for sure. Yeah, it's good. I liked it a lot. And no, you don't you don't need to watch any any of the other ones, honestly. Okay. We'll add it to Josh's picks. There you go. That might be the one that does me in though. Um Nah. Oh, here we go. A twenty four reveals Maxine Cass, Mia Goth, Kevin Bacon. The Baconator. God, He's here. I, I love Kevin Bacon. How do you say that name? Giannisirio Esposito. <laughs> what? Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, you nailed it. I can't speak Spanish. You don't know who this is? Who is it? Uh, did you watch Breaking Bad? Um, I did. I did not like that show. Just so I know everybody thinks I'm crazy. I did not. Is he the guy that owns the chicken restaurant? Yes, he's the mm. main bad guy in the at the beginning of that show. Oh, at the beginning of the show. I'm pretty sure he was towards the it's been a long time since I've watched it, but he is the standout villain from Breaking Bad. And he's been in a bunch of other stuff. He's usually a villain from what I've noticed. I like him. I don't know. I can't imagine what he's gonna be here. Maybe he'll be like her pimp manager or something. <laughs> That'd be so I'm cool. assuming, I'm assuming she's going to be a porn star in this one. God, I hope so. Yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know who this guy is. I got it. I got it. Yeah, I was not a fan of Breaking Bad, but Kevin Bacon, dude. I like Kevin Bacon, but I got to be honest, his last few movies have not been great. I did not watch They Them based on you. Oh, you guys, I think you you and <laughs> Seth didn't like it. I think both of you. <laughs> See. Your recommendations work because I'm like, well, I'm not going to sit here and watch this for an hour and a half. That was another one we watched. So that movie came out while we were on the cabin trip. So we made it a point to slot out an entire like two hour time period to watch the movie. And then we were going to do a crew review on it, which is where we do new movie reviews. And (laughs) it was so bad that we were like, let's just like, make drinks and sit out on the back deck. I'll move all the gear out. And I hate moving this stuff around. So this tells you how much I did not want to do a crew review on they, them let's move all the gear out to the back deck and we'll do a cocktails episode while the sun goes down before we grill out and just, we'll bring the movie up in that because yes, I, did, I remember that <laughs> did not want to do a crew review on they, them because it was so it's unbelievably bad. 
that kind of makes me want to watch it more just to see how bad, but then that's wasting my time. <laughs> I mean, you know? I'm not going to lie. It's going to be a waste of your time to watch it. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's a movie you cannot comprehend how bad it is until you watch it. That really makes me want to see it more because of I just want to see how bad it is. It's is that bad. weird? It's, no, no, no. I've done the same thing with movies. If somebody tells me a movie is like like excruciatingly bad, I have to see it for myself. Sometimes yeah. I'm 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 this person. Sometimes if somebody tells me a movie is that bad, and let's say other people told me that a different movie is like fantastic, I will actually watch the bad one first because I want to make my own opinion on if I think it's that bad. I hear you. So yep. I, you should, honest to God, you should watch it. Okay. Because it is that it's, it is unbelievably bad. And I've like the people that have watched it that I've had like conversations with about it. We always have such a good time talking about it because it's so bad. The more reason to watch it. And there's always like funny stories. For instance, there's a person uh, that I have had a conversation with about this and he was like, yeah, I, Kevin Bacon was in it. It was on Hulu. I had some time to kill in the afternoon after a football game. So I put the movie on. And it's just me watching it. And there's like an aggressive gay sex scene in this movie, okay? Like aggressive. And he's like, I'm watching it. It's this horror movie. And all of a sudden, these two dudes are like going at it. And then my wife walks in the living room and she thinks I'm watching like this porn. <laughs> yes, but the funny thing is that scene happens right after like a lesbian sex scene. And he's like, oh, "Of okay. course, of course she didn't walk in during that. She walks in <laughs> with these two dudes just like mauling each other, right?" It's like Anyway, so that has carried on through the remainder of our every time I see him, I'm like, "You watch they them again?" or he'll ask me like, "Did you watch they?" Yeah. So it's like funny in that aspect. So it's it's one you have to watch. You have to watch it. Yeah, now this just moved up. Yeah, my list. All right, I'll, I'll, this is the last thing I'll say about it because I want you to organically watch this movie. Right, <laughs> there is a fucking musical in the middle of the movie. Aw, really? That's so <laughs> random. What? Yeah, I'm in. I mean, I'm not a musical fanatic, but now lesbian, gay, and musical. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm telling okay. you, it's like it's. We all, the three of us at the cabin, are watching this movie. This musical starts, and we're like, "You have got to be shitting!" Like, what are we watching? And the acting is like bad. It's you got to watch it. You have to watch it. Okay, I will report back because I'm okay. pretty sure I'll watch the watch it this weekend at some point. You should, and then that will count toward my my list positively because I told you it was bad. Yes, absolutely. So, still a win. Still a check mark. Even better. Even I don't know how we went from A24. Maxine, a movie I'm very excited for, to a movie that I thought was... Uh, I think I may have... Nom Did I nominate that as worst movie of the year last year? Or was that Jess? I think you did. Or was it Jess? It may have been Jess. I think it was Jess or Seth. I think I nominated uh, Pearl. You nominated Pearl. Yeah. So I think it was either Jess or... Seth. It, I, yes, it, well, I did nominate Pearl. And for the record, I, it was not worst movie of the year. It was most disappointing movie of the year. That's right. We It was a less negative way to 
disappointing. Well, and it holds different um, it does. parameters, right? Because I was really excited yeah. for Pearl, could not wait to see it. And then that's what I got. And they, them, like, I was excited to watch it, but I didn't think it was going to be, like, earth-shattering. And it also wasn't a prequel to one of my favorite movies of the year. Right. So that's why right. I went with Pearl instead of they, them. I think how we got here is because of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever it is. It really works, doesn't it? This guy would probably be so rich if there was an app that could overhear everybody bring up this man's name on a daily basis. Yeah, imagine. Just imagine. Do we? So we went on a work trip and we took a party bus to uh, a top golf place. And the entire way, it was about a 40 minute drive, me and a coworker, uh, people gave us names and we had to link them back to Kevin Bacon and we could do it like lickety split, dude. It was ridiculous. It's this guy. He's the Baconator. He's done it all. He's done it all. I'm excited was... for this next segment, though. Are you proud of this segment? I am. I'm proud. You even like bolded it and highlighted it. I did. You can introduce it. Would you like me to? Absolutely. The next section, we're going to argue about this first one, which I'm excited about. This next section, we are going to call the what and why section. It's dedicated to, to topics or movies that make us go, what? Why? Why? See, we nailed it. We are good. I tell you what, they ought to give us a show on, is Comedy Boom. Central still around? Is that a thing? I have no idea. That's a great question. <laughs> I think so. Sponsor us. Yeah, sponsor us. MT, MTV, Taylor Sheridan, write us, write us in. All right, the first Fair one, I, you know what? I'm going to let you read the first one because this really breaks my heart that you put it on here. Okay. Yes. All right, let me start. So live action Moana announced starring The Rock. So I love Moana. I think this movie is fantastic. I think The Rock is great in this one. The soundtrack to this movie is fantastic. Like I was singing it forever after watching this movie. But my so my thing with everything's becoming a live action, especially with Disney. I'm a Disney fan, but like this movie isn't even that old. Like, what are we doing? Like what? Mm -hmm. You know, they released a trailer for The Little Mermaid. Sorry. And I'm like, I mean, most of this movie is going to be CGI, so where is really the live action in this? And I just wonder, is that going to happen with Moana because of the water? And, you know, that's where my issue is. Like it kind of the line is not there where it's like it's not really real. And then I'm biting myself in the ass because I was excited about the Aristocats because that's going <laughs> to probably be all CGI as well. <laughs> that's like the Lion King. The Lion King was live action, but it was all CGI, right? Right. So I that's where my where I get upset with it. And the movie's not that old that why can't we just enjoy it for the beautiful animation that it is and the movie that it is? Because I I love it. I've seen it a bunch of times and I'm 35 years old. It's a great movie. Um, would I still but see, I would watch this over Little Mermaid. Like I'm not probably going to watch that. Not even if it's on Disney Plus, because I just don't understand. Mm -hmm. I just don't. I, you know, 
that's my argument. It's just that I feel like it's everything's doing this just to get more money, more, more, more. <laughs> More, more, more. So Little Mermaid, my whole family's very... I'm not a Little Mermaid person, but my kids and wife are very excited for the Little Mermaid. Um, so I will be seeing that. But I agree with you there. It's like, that's a lot. It's going to be primarily CGI. I would have to think yeah. they're mermaids underwater. So of course they're going to be CGI'd. Um, yeah. That movie is also a lot older. So Abby actually told mm -hmm. me about this Moana thing happening, and I, I actually had the exact same response. I was like, that movie's not even that old. I wonder why they're doing it. But then she told me that the uh, actors that did the voices for the characters in the cartoon are going to be playing the characters in the movie. So The Rock okay. is playing uh, Maui, and the girl okay. that, that did Moana's voice is playing Moana. Um, okay. Which then I was like, okay, well, that... That kind of makes sense, I guess. I, I like it from that aspect. But you know me. I love The Rock. I'd watch The Rock in just about any movie. So I'm excited for it. And I get to take my kids to see it. So it's one we'll both like. Um, so I'm kind of on the fence on this, honestly. Like, I think, yes, there are older movies. Like, Aristoc Aristocats is an older movie. So, like, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. This is not that old, and Moana is still probably selling a lot of um, merchandise and stuff. So maybe that's the other reason they're trying to pump to it go up with it. And they're probably, and we kind of talked about this last time: is the rocks, uh, is his appeal wearing off because his movie trajectory is going down in terms of the the amount of money he's making. Not that he's he's still making a lot of money, but the the, yeah. the success his movies have at the box office. So maybe they're trying to strike while the iron's hot. That could be it. And this one will make him a lot of money, and it will bring a lot of people. Like this one will have a box office box office office success because of the fandom. This is, I mean, it's definitely not as big as Frozen, but this one was pretty big when it came out. Which also makes me wonder when is Frozen gonna happen it's gonna happen that's i agree i wish and this is just my opinion i would rather see them do a frozen three animated and keep because Kristen bell's not going to be able to play anna i don't think no i don't think so <laughs> and the the girl that sings uh for that does elsa's voice is not going to be able to play elsa just because of their age the ages of these characters like why not keep that trajectory and because the second one was in my opinion just as good if not better than the first one and why not do a third and just keep those characters those actors but then I, you could argue that with this why not just do a moana 2 and that or keep even or even do moana 2 and use make it live action like build on that story and use and i don't maybe that's what they're gonna do i don't know that would make sense i guess because you could continue to build on it but or, again, this is me with putting on my business hat on, right? Let's say they <laughs> redo Moana live action and it's, it's tremendously successful. Then you could still go on and do another Moana live action and make even more money. So I guess from that aspect, why, why not do both? That would be interesting, though, if they did a, if the live action is a sequel because then those actors are older and the characters are older. Because they they're aging, right? Right. In in theory, like the girl is going to be older, and well, Maui maybe not, but the Rock can kind of get away with that because Maui is just a god, right. so right. he can really mold that. But 
So even, you know, now in talking about it, I can lean either way. It's just that it's so much of these live actions going on. And that's where I, I think that was my biggest issue. Like this isn't even that old. Yeah. Cause to me, live action means you're taking something old and turning it into, I guess, potentially something new or making it human real life. But you know, like I said, I'm, that I will watch versus Little Mermaid. And I am a Little Mermaid fan, but I'm just not attracted to it. So you'll have to report back since you're going to have to go see it. I will. I bet I have to see it multiple times, if I'm being honest. Because up until Brave, I think Little Mermaid was Abby's favorite Disney princess. Well, Ariel. But so. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I'll report back on Little Mermaid. I will definitely watch a Moana whatever they do with this, just because the rock's in it, and I got to support my guy, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I am I see why you have it in the what wax. My initial reaction was like, well, that movie's not even that old. I wonder why they're doing it. But, again... It, that was my main reaction. Like, what? This movie isn't even that old. That's why not what you said. You said, why are they making this garbage? I hated Moana, and the rock is an overhyped muscle head, is what you said. I love him in this one. <laughs> He's great as Maui. So especially his little, oh my God, don't even get me started on these songs. I don't know the words, but they're just, they're so fun. Yeah. Well, and you know what? The other thing for this and not to harp on this specific topic for a long period of time, but that's like a passion project for him, that movie, because it's his heritage and, and whatnot. So I could see him also really pushing that for that aspect of it. So that could be it too. That could be it. Oh, here we go. This is good. Yep. Go ahead. But yes, segue into not, something that shouldn't. This is this one was definitely a what why because I was like what? Um, <laughs> would you like me to read Go it? Ahead. Go ahead. Street Fighter is going for another round. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> Even the the article of like okay, at an attempt at a live action movie. Why is this necessary? I mean. Why? I I know this is a popular game. I've maybe played it once, maybe at the arcade. It's not my thing. I was always more of the Mortal Kombat fan. But they tried to reboot Mortal Kombat, went to HBO Max, didn't really seem to do that well. So is there even a market for this? Like, who cares? Does anyone care? I'd like to know if somebody cares, but they already made clearly because they're saying it's another attempt right. of Street Fighter and it did bad. Why? 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 I think here's where I'm at with this one. The more I think about it, because initially I was like, yeah, this is they're They're trying to bring this back and make it popular. Um, and then mm-hmm. you have the, the blur about Mortal Kombat. I really liked that Mortal Kombat movie. Um, I've watched it twice. I actually got, uh, I was sick when I watched it the first time. I was so excited for this movie to come out. I thought it was great. I'm surprised it didn't do better, but it did come out during when theaters were shut down. So I wonder if it would have done better if it was able to be released in theaters. But I think with all of the nineties nostalgia, I think that's where the street fighter thing is coming from there. Everything nineties is popular right now. It's like through the roof popular. And I can see them trying to play on that and get this whole street fighter thing going again. But I don't know that Street Fighter is going to do any better than Mortal. I would think Mortal Kombat would do better than Street Fighter, and it didn't do that well. And 
But I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe there's a huge market for Street Fighter. I mean, if they bring Jean-Claude Van Damme back to do it, I'm in. I mean, he's... I don't know how old that guy is. Like, he'll <laughs> be struggling to do a, a roundhouse. I don't know, like, dude. He might be in tip-top shape. He might have been... He might this, be. He might have been waiting for this. He might be. Sorry, then. I aged the poor man. I made him, like, a retired ninja Gosh, guy, poor Jean-Claude, dude. You just, like, spit in his face verbally. But you're right. There, there really is this '90s nostalgia boom going on. It's insane. It's all over my socials. It's like, uh, what? And it's because that's our age range. Like we were kids in the '90s, so we can relate to that nostalgia as well. But eh, I mean, we can leave some of it, some of it back. And did you like the original Mortal Kombat? It's terrible. The movie? But I loved it. Yeah, the movie. Yeah, I liked that. I liked Annihilation. I liked all the Mortal Kombat movies, honestly. I was like a nerd. So and that was one that was honestly one of my favorite video games as a kid. Mm-hmm. So I really did like the um movies just because I got to see the characters come to life, right? right. And I was also a kid when they right. came out. Like if I wouldn't watch it now, I would probably not like it. Oh, it's probably terrible. But see, that's a that's a cool live action, right? You went from this animated video game right and you really made these characters look real with some you know cgi especially 90s cgi but i guess that's easier because they're also humans but i remember as a kid too i was like wow <laughs> look at Liu kang he's real <laughs> right exactly like maybe so that's cool. what they need to do with street fighter maybe they're gonna i guess wasn't there a second Street Fight? There was like the Jean-Claude Van Damme one, and then wasn't there another one they tried to do? It was like some, The Legend of Chun-Li or something? You know more than I do. I have no idea. Well, you're the video game person. Come on. But I'm not into fighting games. Like, this isn't... Mortal uh, Kombat was the only one I played. Finish him. Okay, anyway. But, you know, like, those brutal... Those kills were brutal That's back true. Then. That's true. Street Fighter was missing that. It was more of like the PG version of... Yeah. Mortal Kombat. Well, the arcade game. So, if you didn't know the blood code, but <clears throat> I don't know. A A B A C A B B. I still remember it for Sega. Sega. <laughs> uh, well, that's it for the what and whys. The you know, I'm yes. sure there will be more eventually, but right now the news this week was just not uh not, not crazy, but coming to theaters, we have Super Mario Brothers. I think it came out yesterday. Why are they releasing movies on a Wednesday? Very strange. I've noticed for spring slash summer, they release midweek sometimes. I don't know if it's because people are out of school. Uh, okay. Kids. I've always wanted to know the reasoning, but you'll notice in spring, summer, some of them do come out on a Wednesday. Some hmm. of them. It's very strange. So it did 31.7 million on Wednesday alone and is estimated at 141 million by Sunday. So yeah, mm-hmm. Dungeons and Dragons did 58 or 57 in all weekend and Mario's already at 31. Yeah. In one day. Oops. <laughs> yeah. I, I can see it making that because it has Chris Pratt. You have the other Chris headlighting that. You've, that's what I tried to say last week. You've got the Chris. And honestly, like, let's be honest, Super Mario is huge. Apparently still huge enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the games, the kids, like my uh, best friend's family went as all Super Mario characters 
So we have a big Halloween party. They came dressed as all the Super Mario characters. Like, oh, that's cool. Like Luigi, Mario, Princess Peach, I think her Peach. name is. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, like War, War Luigi or La Luigi, like the evil Luigi. I didn't even know who this was yeah. a person. Um, <laughs> Bowser. Yeah, they had all of them. And they, then they even made their own little uh, Mario Kart, like cardboard Mario Kart things that they like had suspenders and they all had like, yeah. like they were in the Mario Kart. So it's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So it is. And I think this is one of those characters that's going to be around forever. How old is Mario now? I don't know, but do He's you remember the original Mario movie? I never watched it. Isn't that with uh, John Leguizamo? It is, and yeah. it is exceptionally terrible. I've heard. That's why I've never watched it. <laughs> but, yes, I would imagine this one will be uh, much better. Plus, it's got Chris Pratt, so it's probably going to be great. Of course it is. It's him. He really, like I said last time, he is really killing it out there. He's in everything. He's going to make a lot of money on this. Did you see on his Instagram, he was driving around the movie studio in a golf cart and was like throwing um, like soft-shelled turtles at people? Oh, no. I got to go. And I follow him, but I haven't seen. I haven't seen. I'll have to go check it out. He looks like a good dude. He does. I think so. I'd like to think yeah. that he is, but you know, he could be a prick. Who knows? I'm going to go Who out knows? on a limb and say he's a great guy. Me too. I'm with you there. Now, speaking of a not great guy, we got Air. In theaters April 5th, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon's who I was talking about. Story about Air Jordans. I shouldn't say Matt Damon's not a great guy. I don't know anything about Matt Damon. I just don't like him in movies, and I generally don't watch movies if he's in it. I think we had this conversation. We did. We did. I like Ben Affleck, though, but I'm probably not going to see this. To be honest, I read the uh, Shoe Dog book, which is the Nike, the book about the guy that started Nike. And, and oh, cool. This section, I don't think the movie is based off of any part of that book, but the Air Jordan section was in the book, and it's just like, eh. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I'm a huge basketball fan, though. Jordan was my favorite when I was a kid, uh, and then it went to Dirk Nowitzki. He's retired now. He's a big German guy. played for Dallas Mavericks. Uh, I don't really have a ton of interest in this movie, if I'm being honest. Did you watch the Michael Jordan documentary? I forgot what it was called. I did. On, Save the Last uh, Dance? Yeah, it was Save it. Save the Last Dance. No, it was. It was called The Last Dance, but you can say the Save last... the Last Dance if you want. It's a movie. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> With Julia Stiles. So sorry. <laughs> hey, I, that was an okay movie. I'm not a big fan of it, but... I'm not a fan of it either. I don't know. I think you did like it. Like I, You probably... Sat in your room, you pulled out your little folding chair, you sat in it, you leaned forward, and you like worked on the moves like she did. Remember, she, remember he had to teach her how to have like an attitude? Yeah, I she, remember he, like, that. He made her grunt. It's like, Ugh. Anyway, The Last Dance. That was a great documentary. Ugh. That's what oh she was doing? God. Like, that's yeah, not going to get it, it was oh. a great documentary. It also showed you what an asshole Michael Jordan was. Um, For real. It really did. I was like, well... Not too good, but all right, you're the goat anyway. So I mean, to you. be that good, you have you've pro you're probably uh, sacrificing other aspects of your personality. To I feel like Kobe I was in the so. same boat because he was very similar to to what MJ did. But yeah, I will watch this movie air, but probably on streaming, like on HBO yeah. Max or something when it gets released. Yeah, I would watch it streaming, but yeah, once it's streaming, free streaming. I would yeah. watch it. Just curious. 
Paint, limited release in theaters April 7th, Owen Wilson movie where he looks and is intimidating Bob Ross. Did I get the right name? Yeah, you nailed it. You didn't call it Save okay. the Last Dance, thank God. But thank God. So, funny story. Uh, at Lucy has all of these books on people throughout history, and she has mm. a book about Bob Ross. And nice. for a, a small smidgen of period of time, if you asked her who her biggest influence was, she would actually answer Bob Ross. And she could rattle off a slew of things about Bob Ross, about great things he did, etc., uh, all of which I've clearly forgotten now, but <laughs> with that's awesome. That being said, that is all I know about Bob Ross. I just know what uh, paint happy trees. I think, yeah, very calm. Like he's very like if you're sleepy, don't watch this man paint. Kind well, of thing. I mean, you're a painter. Do you you don't do you, do you like? Uh, is he like an influence or no? Uh, not for me, because I don't do like realistic oh. stuff. I do more like abstract kind of stuff. Okay. But I have his little bobblehead, so that he's still an, an influence in a sense of like, yeah, you know, you you did this for the art world. You were a teacher, and I mean, he did great stuff. Like, I can't paint that. Yeah, for sure. But you know, I I don't know if I'd watch this even if it was free because. Owen Wilson is iffy for me. It depends. Sometimes I like him. Sometimes I don't. I always want to like Owen Wilson because forever one of my favorite movies was uh, I almost said said The Wedding Singer. But yes, I also love The Wedding Singer, by the way. But Wedding Crashers, and I really enjoyed him in that. But then I'm like thinking like outside of that movie, there's not a lot with him that I'm an uber fan of with the exception of like... um, the end. Did you ever see the movie? I think it's called The Interns with Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson, where they go. I never got to see it. Oh, dude, it's so funny. They go intern at Google. That's a good Google. one I like. But yeah. with the exception of that, I'm not a huge Owen Wilson fan. But this is one I'm probably not going to watch if I'm being honest. Yeah, um, and it's clearly. I mean, limited release, which I'm kind of surprised at. I don't understand why. I mean, he's pretty big name, and he's. Yeah. It's clearly a comedy, from what I can tell. It's like kind of making fun of it. Uh, okay, is it artsy though? I think I it might be. So maybe that's why it's limited. Yeah, release. We got uh, we got cheated once. Uh, I shouldn't say cheated. That's that's the wrong word to use. Um, <clears throat> we got tricked because I read the book Nocturnal Animals. Have you ever read that book? Saw the movie. That's where is I'm that... going. That's where I'm going with this. Okay. It's got is that yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes. Okay. So I read the book, and the book is. Great, great, great. Well written. It keeps you guessing. It's just a great book. Um, Good to know. So I was telling Abby about it, and then all of a sudden they're making a movie about it. I'm like, oh, awesome. And then it like didn't get released anywhere except for this one movie hmm. theater in this little hippie town, and they only show like artsy-fartsy movies, dude. Like If mm-hmm. it's like a movie that you don't want to sit and watch, they show it. And I should have known... But it was date night, and I was like, I want to see this movie. The book was great. It's got Jake Gyllenhaal in it. It's got, um, I forget the other lady's name that's in it. Um, also a big-name actor, and I'm it's slipping my mind. But I'm like, this is going to be great. So we go. We've never been to this theater. So I was like, okay, we've never been there. Let's go check it out. This was the 
most excruciatingly boring movie, and I felt so stupid. I don't. So it's Eli, is it Eliza Fisher? Is that how you say her name? Eliza Fisher. Yes, that's Isla? her. Yeah, that that's who she is. I had to look too because I'm like, who is it? I know, I I don't even remember the movie because it wasn't memorable to me. I can't yeah. even remember what it was about. <laughs> so mm, yeah, it's the movie is bad and um, mm. yeah, it's just not good. It's it was it's one of those ones I was so disappointed because the book was so good. I would suggest reading the book. The book is excellent. Okay. Um, but the movie, not so much, which you've already seen it. So, you know, but, uh, yeah, so that they tricked me. So I'm wondering, that's how I got here. That's how my brain works. Long story (laughs) short, I'm wondering if paint is in that same vein and it's kind of an artsy movie. That's not probably going to have a large appeal for general audiences. Could be. I mean, I haven't seen a trailer either, so I don't know. It just seemed like it might be goofy, but it could have that artsy goofy situation mm. um but like i said since it's owen wilson like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a big name draw anymore it's, it's he it goes back mm-hmm. to the conversation we had on the last episode he is in that uh class of uh the ben stillers the owen wilson's the vince fawns the luke wilson's like that era of comedy that has kind of just been put out to pasture yeah Luckily for Adam Sandler, he's having like a a resurgence, right? He, like he really is, which is yeah. I, it makes sense though because it plays into that whole '90s thing, right? Because he his comedy was before those guys. Yes, and he was not as dirty. I don't think like they were pretty raw, like old school wedding crashes. Yeah. Like I feel like Adam Sandler's was still adult humor up until he started doing like more uh, family stuff, like when uh, Big Daddy and that kind of stuff. But for the most part, it was pretty mild humor, I think. And yeah, but again, it plays into that whole 90s thing, right? You're seeing a resurgence in what he's doing, but I feel like he's always been around low key. He has. He really has. And like you, because you mentioned it in an episode recently. I like him now as an adult. Yeah, because back then I was like, "Screw this guy! This guy's an idiot." <laughs> I was the same. I was the same. I just I didn't get his humor. My friends liked it. I just I thought it was annoying. Um, same, same. I'm but, like, but now I'm like, oh, okay. Well, now I get it. <laughs> now I really like it. Plus, I also feel like he. I really like his attitude. And again, I've said this multiple times. He reminds me a lot of. Rob Zombie and the fact that he just does whatever he wants with the people he wants to make movies with about whatever he wants to make a movie about and doesn't care if you like it. He doesn't care if, you know, he he is making a movie he wants to make while hanging out with his friends and getting paid to do it. And as an adult now, I'm like, yeah, why? Like, that's what you should do. Absolutely. I don't blame him. And he's smart because he's making great movies. He's making movies, making money, and he's still relevant. The most important thing there is that he's still relevant for fans of our age or a little bit older and new people. Agreed. Even though I have to say Murder Mystery 2 was not that great. You told me. I didn't watch part one either. I just, I realize I haven't watched a lot of things that I should watch. (laughs) So 
I'll uh, I'll add the first one. The first <laughs> one's good. The second one okay. is just um, it's not bad. It's just not as good as the first one. It's just kind of. I mean, he's funny in it, and Jennifer Aniston's okay, but yeah. uh, he has his moments. But for the most part, you can tell it's just hey, let's you know I have to do eight movies to fulfill my contract with Netflix. This one was already successful. This probably was minimal effort to put forth this movie. If I had to guess, yeah, but cash grabish sort of. Yeah, I mean, he's the the funny thing is like he's been paid, so really they're just like, hey, here's a bunch of money to go do whatever you want, which is cool. But I don't know. I'm sure it did fine on Netflix, but I, again, I also don't understand how Netflix makes money because like it didn't get released in theaters. So like, did they get a bunch of subscriptions for this? I doubt it. Like i I don't I don't understand that how that all that works. I'm not that smart. I don't know how that works either. I've never understood that. Maybe someday somebody can explain it because they have to make it because they keep making movies. Same with any of those subscription exclusive movies. Right. They make it somewhere. I'm just curious how. It's beyond me. But are you ready for the next segment? Gaming news. I'm excited. I'm on the edge of my seat. Are you? I can tell. We're on the last leg. Okay, <laughs> here we go. The Gray Hill Incident. I'm excited for this game. It seems like it's an indie horror game. I'm all for it. It will have, it's about aliens, so I'm in. It's going to have a found footage mode. You know I'm a huge found footage fan, so now if I can play as a found footage point of view, uh, I'm sold. It how comes do they, out How do they do this? Is it like it's going to be like a handheld camera and you're moving it? Probably. I mean, I'd say because I mean, first person games, right? If you're a first person shooter or any kind of first person, it's technically found footage because you're behind the person. But I think they're going to add like, you know, the grainy camera feel, shaky cam. So I'm excited. It comes out June 9th on PC and consoles, which I now know you can't play those together because you've educated me. Oh, that's right. I meant to follow up on that because I did some research after. Okay. And funny enough, I was watching another streamer and he proved it wrong to me, which is how I learned myself. So apparently it's certain games that are cross platform. So you can play on PC and also play with someone on a console. Um, but I guess certain things are restricted from what the streamer was saying but you can play together but certain games like it has to be a certain game that you can all connect online yes i didn't think that would be possible but that's why i put the disclaimer i don't play online so okay i don't know you cya you covered your ass on that one sure did so i did research you technically can uh this last one is a big piece of news the Legend of Zelda. Have you heard of Zelda? I mean, that's another pretty big one, like Mario. I, I know Zelda. That my extent of understanding and knowing Zelda was that uh, I think Zelda was a carry a character on like Super Mario Party, right? Wasn't that like back in the day yes. you could be Zelda? Yeah, that's yeah. all I know about Zelda. But I was always Luigi. So, <laughs> well, Link is back. Link is the other character in Zelda. That's probably the one you play on. Uh, 
What is it? What did you just say? Mario Party? Mario? Like, did he have like yes. the little green hat? Yeah, that's Link. Okay. Yep. Okay. See, Zelda. I know Link. You knew. Zelda is actually the princess. It's When I was a kid growing up, I thought he was Zelda until I got older. Oh, you know, uh, putting it all together. It's okay. like, oh, great. So this is a long-awaited uh, sequel, Tears of the Kingdom. The, I mean, they're all... This game, like Mario, has been around since the dawn of Nintendo. So, you know, it's just a continuation. The last one was called Breath of the Wild, which I still haven't beat because it's really long. And <laughs> I... Funny, like, this attention span. And it's just, like, a really complicated game for me anyway. Like, there's so much to do. But it's always exciting to see these games because it's kind of like when your horror movies keep going. You bring a new generation. You bring an old generation. Pre-orders are out and you can basically pre-order this game anywhere. And it's coming out May 12th, so right around the corner. And the article that I linked, which was on IGN, is saying that this could be the best game ever created. That's a big statement. (laughs) So, wow, the best game ever created. What are they basing this off of? Uh, I don't know because they did not extend that information in the article. I'm like, based on what? I thought the same thing. Hmm. I don't. Are you trying to say, like, literally overall over anything ever made? Like, it's a big statement to make. These games usually do very well. So, I can kind of see why they would make this statement. They sell really well. They are usually really well done. It's just for me, like my attention span can't hold it for right. very long. Um, So I may not get this because I haven't even beat the other one. Well, I mean, naturally, you should probably beat the, the last one before you get the new one. But yeah, have they changed the gameplay or is it still like it would have been on Nintendo? Oh, it's so it's the same concept of like you're going through dungeons, right? And looking for treasure and trying to get out, fight enemies, but obviously the graphics. And now they've added like your weapons can break, which really frustrate me. So you like have a weapon, it breaks and you have to go find another one. Like that doesn't work for me. I need it to work at all times. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I'm so used to just having one weapon work. Why are we breaking? Right. Um, You have to cook like the And the thing is like, the world in this game is so endless. Like there's so much to explore. Sometimes I personally need a limit on that. Like I don't mind exploring in a game, but I need it to be a little bit more linear. So I'm yes. getting somewhere. This one right. has, it's so vast that I get overwhelmed because there's too much to do that. I'm like, forget it. I just won't do anything. <laughs> I mean, is, it be- is there like a, a, beatable plot that you have to try to achieve or is it just like a big open world that you run through yeah there is like your the ultimate thing is always in this one is you're gonna go beat the big bad guy it's just Mm. there's so many side quests and even staying on the main quest is complicated that i'm just like what is going on and you, you get you can get killed really fast if you're in a certain area, but you don't have the right gear. You can freeze if you don't have the right clothes. I'm like, oh my God, this is too much. That sounds like <laughs> way too much for me. And I don't even play video games. Like I just need like the old school Nintendo paddle with like the directional thing and two buttons yeah. up, down. That's it. <laughs> Give me that. And I'm good to go with the old Mario. 
Yeah. So I am very excited either way because I have a lot of nostalgia with this, with this game in particular, like playing with my dad and just growing up playing this. Um, but I unfortunately won't get it because like I said, I haven't even beat the other one. Maybe down the line I will because I hope to get back to it, but I don't know. Knows? You're engulfed in this Resident Evil game, so I don't know. Oh man, I know. I can't wait for it to be Saturday <laughs> to play and stream this thing. <laughs> Do you only play when you're streaming? Yeah, because maybe that one fan, which is usually Mark, <laughs> is watching. Okay. It's just to keep the story going. And I'm I'm trying to maybe do it during the week, but honestly, like I was telling Mark, like I, I'm too tired. Like by the time I'm like, all right, I'm, maybe I'll do it now, I start falling asleep on mm, the sofa. Yeah. It's, it's a weeknight. It's a little hard. That's what? why you should watch The Ranch. See, it all came back full circle. You <laughs> sit down, you're tired. I could turn on Resident Evil, but then I got to start streaming, and I don't want to do that. So I could just put on The Ranch. It'll be like 25 minutes. You'll laugh. It'll increase yeah. your mood, and then you'll be good to go. And then it'll be midnight, and then I got to go to bed and go to work. And you could have just streamed to put content up, but you watched seven right. episodes of The Ranch. So Exactly. You know, it's it's a, it's a win. It's a I don't know if it's a win-win or a lose-lose, but either way, you'll have a good time doing it. Exactly. Either way, I'll be entertained. I agree. I agree. This this <laughs> episode, despite the funny thing is we started off like there's not much to talk about in the news this week, and I think this may be the longest one we've done. I know. I think it's two hours, right? <laughs> uh, let me see. I don't need this up anymore. Yeah, hour 46. Yep. Solid. It's, it's solid because episode. of our sidebarring. Well, we had to. They didn't give us a lot to work with in horror movie news this week. So so we made it work ourselves. That's right. But anything else you want to say before we wrap up in the news? Oh, that's it for me. All right. Well, I'm going to see Mario tomorrow. So I will report back to let you know. I may do a little video on it. I haven't decided yet. I don't know if people really want to hear me talk about Mario. I really got to pick and choose, I think, what I'm doing. But... I'll let you know how it goes. Let me know. I'm curious. I will do that. We're out of here. Bye. Bye. Bye.